Hey, I'm Peter Lee with the Gym in the North, and in today's episode, we're back with Mike and Jamie. Welcome back. Thank you. And Steve, King of the North, is also here. <laughs> so today, I just signed up for nutrition coaching, so we're super excited to take you through the process of going through kind of the intro of what we're going to be doing for nutrition coaching. Um, this is just an example, so when you sign up for nutrition coaching, you won't be sitting down with Mike and Jamie, but you'll do all this stuff online. We just kind of want to take everybody through how it's going to work. So, welcome back. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's great having you. So you signed up. I'm so excited. You pulled the pin, did Yeah. It? Yeah. It's time. So we've talked about this for a while. So so what did you, uh, when you signed up, yeah. what, what did you get so far? I got a charge on my credit card. <laughs> okay. First. And what else? What and else? the uh, invite to go to the Facebook group. Right. So, okay. to be completely honest, I just did it eight minutes ago, so I haven't looked through yeah. anything. Okay. So, so you do have to be a Facebook member. And yeah. You know, like some of you are anti Facebook. Facebook yeah. sucks, but. Which I agree with, but I, just sign up and yeah. it's. I only use it for. Like yeah. the because the back end stuff is amazing. Like Facebook is actually an amazing platform. It is. It's just the people that post on it are dumb. So it's just, sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just kind of a sad thing. Yeah. yeah. But, it's okay. but they have amazing like groups and for yes. what we're trying to accomplish nutrition yeah. wise, it's yeah. gonna be Yeah. It's yeah. a good platform for a group environment to get involved and you get a bunch of people involved in that group with the same goals. That are encouraging each other. Yes, it carries momentum. Absolutely. It's a good communication platform. So did you get the document explaining everything on what to do? Yes. Okay, yeah, that should be auto email to you. As soon as you sign up, boom, there's an instruction document, right? And that'll give you the instructions on what you need to do to get involved in the group. And then once that happens, then that's when we come in. So So make sure. So make sure you get that document. And when you get the document, open it, yep. read it, read it. And yep. if you are really OCD, then make questions, like write down some questions that you have along the way. Mm-hmm. We're more than happy to answer them, but we encourage you to read it first because a lot of the questions that you might have are probably answered in the document. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. So for the next step for you then would be to get everything together as far as what that document entails. So it'd be. Be starting to track your food with My Fitness Pal. Um, you know, having all your data as far as you know what you want to accomplish, which I think we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll go through all the what things. you've done in the past, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and I mean, we could talk about all that right now. Perfect. So, so it's like, don't be shy with information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is like, you might not think it's significant or important, but as coaches, we might find that it is quite important. So, so don't yeah. be afraid to like just tell us everything. Okay. Yep. Tell Not us the everything because I don't know if we want to know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it like, is a group or <laughs> <Yes. laughs> We have no secrets here. <laughs> of course not. Um, so goals. Yeah, so why did why did you sign up? So what I signed up because I hate nutrition. Oh. Alright. So I don't wanna think about anything. I want somebody else to think about it for me. Uh-huh. So even though I've taken Precision Nutrition, Mm -hmm. level one, Mm -hmm. I've coached many other people on nutrition Mm -hmm. and gotten them amazing results. Like we have clients that have lost hundreds of pounds. Mm -hmm. So I know how to do everything, Mm -hmm. but I'm not holding myself 
accountable, uh, nor am I doing what I know I should be doing. Yes. So for me, if I put it out into a public form, mm -hmm. I will do it. Yep. And I also need, I just want you to tell me what I need to do. Yeah. So then I don't totally. have to think about it. And you signed up for all the right reasons. And we've talked about this in a previous podcast where we have different types of clients and some come in with a lot of knowledge, but they need that accountability piece and they need the direction mm -hmm. piece, right? Mm -hmm. So you have all that knowledge. It's just a matter of Jamie and myself telling you which direction to go. So yeah. What and then you? me not having to think about it, just yes. doing it. That's right. Yeah. And sometimes if too, and you don't have to think about it, even though it's you have someone else telling you, it just makes it so that you're consistent, you're compliant. Yeah. And then it just turns into, this is just how stuff is. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. That's all you know. Yeah. Right. And it's perfect. Yeah. So for me, mm -hmm. I am... I range right now between like 160 and 170 pounds, depending on time, mm -hmm. whatever I eat, uh -huh. if I work out. Uh -huh. So for me, I struggle gaining weight. So that's right. always been a struggle for me. Um, and it's just because under eating and very high metabolism. So mm -hmm. when I was younger and still now, like I could pretty much eat whatever I want and not gain weight, but right. I've never eaten enough of the things that I, whatever I want to eat to gain weight. So, yep. um, Basically, when I started working out, or coming out of high school, I was like 100 pounds, soaking wet, 0% <laughs> muscle. And basically, that's why I started going to the gym. So I had a friend who brought me into the gym and taught me how to work out. So didn't learn anything about nutrition or anything like that, right. but I learned how to work out. So that was an awesome thing. And then I kept working out. Never really gained weight, got to about 160, mm -hmm. was the highest that I got to working out with him. Um, and then kind of transitioned, what was that, three years ago? And we talked about this in the first podcast, mm -hmm. so um, that's when I had it in my mind that I wanted to hit 200 pounds. So Ooh. that was my goal. Like So yeah. January 1st, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to hit 200 pounds. And I did that in about three and a half months, getting from 160 to about 200, 165 to 200. So I followed the Rhino, what's that guy's name? Stan Efferding. Efferding. Yeah. So vertical diet, vertical so that's diet. exactly what I did because I found it worked really well for me because of the simplicity of, right. there wasn't a lot of options. Well, so for me, yes, I'm- it takes the choice away. Yeah, yeah, so I just, beef and rice, that's what yeah. I ate. So for breakfast, I would eat three eggs and a cup of oatmeal yep. and then every other meal was just five times beef rice <laughs> so what i did is went to costco yeah and we bought ground or sirloin yep. so we bought uh like what was it, 30 tip. kgs yeah. of sirloin tip roast wow. and then i bought a meat grinder oh. and i ground it all wow. so that's what i had so i would eat five to six ounces i found for me like the less protein i ate per meal the less full I would get, so I could eat well, more rice. Yeah. So that sense. was the. Yeah. So I would basically have two plates. One plate would be rice because I would eat a cup of uncooked rice. What? So that would cook to like a like, whole oh, plate. Yeah. Yes. And like then I couldn't. Cup, I couldn't. Uncooked. One cup yeah. cooked. <laughs> so I, I physically couldn't eat it. Yeah, so what Stan says is put a little bit of beef broth. No, it's uh, sugar. So 
What's sucrose? Oh, yeah. So sprinkle sucrose on it so it stimulates taste buds to <laughs> want to eat it more. It makes yeah. it hyper palatable. Well, so yeah. I put that on my yeah. rice, and that's what I ate four to five times a day, plus the eggs and right. all the other. And then uh, post workout, I would drink basically three scoops of Gatorade in mm -hmm. water to get those fast acting carbs. carbs. Uh -huh. So I did that for three months and yep. gained 40 pounds in. Yep three months. Right. Now, 98.5% of that was probably fat uh -huh. because I was fat yes. and I couldn't tie my shoes comfortably. Yeah. Kim had to put my socks on. So it was, but that was the first time that I actually had the determination and wherewithal to yeah. force myself to eat that much because it was physically uncomfortable totally. to it's eat that is. much. Yeah. So yeah. it would be like, 10 o'clock at night and I still have this meal and I'm still yeah. full from eating at 6.30 and I'm just sitting at the TV yeah, no. eating beef and rice again. So, But well, here's the thing with it is you were consistent and compliant. Well, yeah. So that was the biggest thing. Definitely not a fail in any way, shape, or form because you learned a lot about what it takes to put on weight. Um, <laughs> you st stuck to structure. And when it comes to the vertical diet, I mean, yes, I have opinions about about Stan's methodology. It's it's not bad. There could be way worse things. Broke the chair because I'm fat. Totally, totally. That's it. We're going to go on a cut. Cutting. 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 Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it sounded kind of limited. It, mostly in the vertical diet, there's a lot more nutrient density that goes on. And really, it's like it's like the vertical diet is like a whole food diet plus a bunch of carbs. And it's like paleo plus high carbs. Really mm -hmm. what the vertical diet is. It's not a bad diet to go on at all. But if I was to say to you, how many calories were you consuming? Did you know? No. No. See, we need to know that. Yeah. Right. You don't. You don't need to, but for accuracy, we'll figure yeah. it out. And then, so going forward, now the goal is to get to 185. Mm -hmm. But you want to get to a lean 185. Right. It's yeah. not just gaining yeah. the fat. So it's not that I want to get to 185 in two months. Right. It's more of yeah. a. It'll be a longer, long game. Yeah. Yeah. Not just. So when we're talking about putting on lean like bodies, a year. Yes. And that's the reasonable goal, because you said right now you're 165, kind of in that range to 170. So let's say you didn't change body fat percentage at all, and to gain 20 pounds of lean body mass in a year would be... Impossible. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it would be impossible. Yeah. There's ways so I'm to gonna be gaining fat, and I'm I maybe, know that. Maybe. But it unless depends. you take creatine, because it's well, creatine. Oh, creatine. Yeah, we talked about that last time. I, I don't want to get too huge. It's just Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. So the, the goal will be to put you into a sustainable caloric excess. Surplus. Surplus excess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Where it's like you're comfortably gaining weight, gaining lean body mass, and the training obviously has to dictate that too. Right. And then that, that's the goal. And then how we do that will be number one step is I need, and Jamie needs to see, what you're eating right now. Right. So let's say. So the end. Just to state, state too, this isn't mm -hmm. a, a point where you're like, okay, now I'm going to change everything. I'm going to clean everything up because I don't want them to judge me about what, uh, what uh, my food uh, uh, is. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. That is not, that is not what we, we just want you to like, just like roll with exactly what you've been doing for the yes. past however long. Yeah. So that we can get a baseline to see where you're yeah. at. Right? Because yeah. we can see habits. We can see, like, if you pretend that you've been eating 200 grams of protein, but really you've only been eating 100, and then we, we're like, okay, well, now we're going to put you up, bump you to 250. 
and then you're just gonna go like, well, like I can't yeah. eat all of yeah. that. Yeah. So it, it would make more sense to us to start if you're only at a hundred to slowly start to yeah. increase right. you because otherwise it. It it's just failure. Out. You're setting me up for failure. Yeah. Because I'll never be able to eat that. So you much. just it's like the full transparency of how things totally. are right now, so that yeah. we can help you to move forward to have better habits and like figure out what works for you. Yeah. To reach we, your goal. we just had somebody sign up, and we looked at their food logs just the other day, Jamie and I, and I was just like, "Wow, this is like totally awesome," because the transparency in this food log, I was just like. I don't know if I've ever seen this before, but it was like, at least we know where this person's starting from and yeah. we have a lot of things to fix, yeah. which is awesome. It makes me happy when I see yeah. that, right? So, But if somebody's already pretending to be perfect, it's hard to make changes. Well, it is. Because they're saying they're being perfect, but you look at them and yeah. you're like, yeah. your body doesn't lie Transparency is a big, about what big you're eating. Part, right? yeah. like you have to be really honest about what you're coming forward with and then going forward, if you're compliant, if you're not compliant. Like when my mm -hmm. clients tell me, they're like, yeah, you know what, I totally shipped the bed this week and I didn't track anything and I was really off. And then it's like, okay, that's cool. It happens. It's human, right. human nature. But, but then you as a coach can reset yes, that and not have that expectation of, okay, why were you perfect? But yeah. you're waking we're not, up or... We're not, not seeing results. Yeah. yeah. And then that makes it frustrating on our end. So. And so once we figure out, once you give us like a food log, mm -hmm. which, you know, kind of like to have it like three or four days, mm -hmm. five Get days. Get some averages, yeah. Um, yeah. Then we take your age, your weight, your height... Um, your current activity level, we do our magic calculations. Super secret calculations. Super right? not secret, yeah. Super not secret. And that just kind of gives us some numbers to where we can kind of start. Yep, so starting points. Starting points. Yeah. Um, from that point, um, we talk about like, <laughs> some hair? Mm -hmm. We talk about uh, Shedding? like food. <laughs> So then we talk about like protein, carbs, fats, the sources, yep. the food quality, yep. um, meal frequency is a huge mm, one because yes. if you have someone who hasn't been eating anything and now we add a bunch of food, then you can't eat one meal a day because right. you're right. never going to hit your, yeah. your it's impossible right? food and so yep. then we totally. talk about, you know, how to structure your meals, how to place them throughout the day, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then from there, it's so after food quality. And oh, I mean, so the first post of, after you post yeah. in the Facebook group, um, Jamie and I will, will respond to that with giving you like the macros, starting macros, which can always change. And that's what I want people to know. It's like when we assign macros, those are dynamic. They're going to change. Mm -hmm. Expect yeah. them to change. And if you don't hit them right away, that's not a bad thing either. That's like part of the learning process, yeah. right? Especially if, especially if you haven't tracked before, and we've talked about this before, it's like there's a steep learning curve to weighing, measuring your food, tracking your food. Um, now you said, the one thing I want to touch on, you said you're like, I don't want to have to think about it, mm -hmm. but on your part, there's going to have to be some um, onus to like understanding both the quantity and the quality. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So sure. that's. I should clarify the not yeah. thinking about anything. <laughs> I want to think about it once, yes, and I want to keep doing that. So yeah. for me, I'm very habit based, mm -hmm. where I'll eat the same thing, and that's not a bad every trait day not a bad trait. for three months yeah. till I can't eat eggs anymore, uh -huh. or rice, or rice, or Beef. ground sirloin. <laughs> the rice isn't bad. It's it's coming back now. I've almost it's been two and a half years, and I've, my yeah. body's re-regulated now. But it, I don't want to have to think about what I'm eating every 
day for every meal. Right. So I just want to eat the same thing every yeah. day at the same time, the same quantity, until yep. you tell me I need to change it. Yeah. Then I can adjust the quantities of what I'm eating, not necessarily That's thinking, That's what perfect. am I going to cook for supper tonight? Because yeah. I already know. Yeah. Because yeah. like with running the gym, I make a thousand decisions every day. Yeah, I don't want to think about my food. Totally. Yeah, you're that's nodding because I know that's you. That's yeah, me. I'm the well, same way. And even yeah. with what we do here day to day, if something comes up and we can't eat at 11.15, and that happens every single day. <laughs> so for us, it's more, the more meals during the day, the better because we can move yeah. them around versus having this we cannot have a meal that takes us 20 minutes to eat up here because right. we don't have 20 minutes to eat up here right. we're always doing something or on the phone or having to answer emails and, and yeah. we're very point in time so that I think is important too and that mm -hmm. gets into you asking or people being transparent to you about their lifestyle that's a big part the day to day yeah, totally. like what what do you yeah. do that type of thing right yeah. and being an office worker is not just being an office worker. Tell you guys a little bit about what mm -hmm. you actually do day to day. Yeah. We might be office workers here, but we're in this office very, very little, or right. we're doing all sorts of things that prevent us from sitting down and having more than 15 minutes to yeah. ever eat at one time. Yeah. Right? And, that, that's, and that's an important part yeah. of the individuality too. Like yeah. If somebody is like, a shift worker that changes things up. If someone is on the go and traveling all the time, it's going to change things up. If someone stays at home and works from home and they just have their food accessible in their fridge, then you don't have to necessarily have meals prepped. So, like in that case, like if, if the person still doesn't really want to think about it, then I would just say, okay, take your macros, split them evenly into six meals, and then for every meal that you're going to make, even if you're at your house, then right. you just make it 30, 30, 10. 30-30-10, 30 30 yeah. to hit, or whatever your macros are going to be. Yeah. So then you just know every time I make a meal, <coughs> these are the exact macros. Yep. Yeah. And it's interchangeable, right? So, That's you know, your sure. 30 grams of protein from chicken one week, 30 grams of protein from pork tenderloin the next week, mm -hmm. right? But it's right. just always that constant 30-30-10 or, you know, yep. whatever. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that then you don't really have to think about it. So it's not like you're like putting five grams of butter and like one gram of cream cheese and like four crackers, and yeah. unless you're yeah. told you want to roll with that. But for no. people who don't want yeah. to think, they don't want to be tracking 500 things in their food log. They yeah. just, so three ingredient meals. Yeah. And that's why I had such success with the meals. beef and mm -hmm. rice. Yeah, so because I could just it's easy. cook a huge it's amount easy. of it at one time yeah. and just... Yeah. You put the go. rice cooker on in the morning and away you go, right? Well, yeah, like that's... I have these that's big containers do. that I got from the kitchen store. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's at Subway how they have the food containers? Yeah. So I have those, the big ones. They They're stack awesome. in the fridge. Yeah. I'll cook three packages of chicken from Costco in the slow cooker and I throw it in there and then we just take from it all day long. Yeah, right. We mm -hmm. roast like a big thing of potatoes. We roast like a big thing of broccoli. Well, we used to. Used but, to. but, you know, like a huge thing of rice and yeah. they just stay in the fridge. And nice. that, that makes it easy. I think that's actually, and this is a bit of a tangent, that's where a lot of people struggle is that they're they're trying to come up with these elaborate creations for their meals. Keep it which simple. Which is nice. If you go out and you order a fancy dinner, it's like, yeah, cool. It's going to yeah. be elaborate. If you're paying $80, I'd like but something elaborate. On a day-to-day -day basis, yeah. having that kind of variety all the time, it's not, it's not a recipe for disaster, but people will 
have more success with simplicity and consistency. Yeah. And that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean eating rice and beef every single meal. Like I could probably do that. You could probably do that. Everybody here could do that, but not everybody's like that. Right. But I mean, it's I about finding what works for you yeah. too. Right. It's about, and that's yes. kind of the helping. Yes. We keep going back to why is coaching so important yeah. because that's. Yeah. And I, I'm a big proponent of letting clients choose the foods that they want to. It's not like me saying you have to eat steak because of this point in the nutrient density and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, if it, somebody says, hey, I don't like steak, then I'm like, cool, there's a number of different options, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's a... Uh, variety. Yeah. Variety. Mm-hmm. Like beans, because they're... Beans, oh my God. Such a good source of beans. Such a good source of beans. Pie. Peanut butter. Peanut butter and beans, and you're just going to be massive. <laughs> and cod, and then, right? We're working oh, cod. Oh, the cod. <laughs> the cod. Cod and broccoli. you got to have the cod. cod and bro- you're going to start to enjoy both of You're going to be so huge. <laughs> you're going to look so good. So, after we get some education pieces up for you, mm-hmm. and then your macros, you're off and running. Excellent. And then after that, it's basically you're checking in once a week. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't fire a question in that group at any point in time to either myself or to Jamie or to one of the other members and be like, hey, you know, I'm struggling with this or hey, you know what, I picked up this weird supplement, what do you think? It's like, we encourage those kind of questions, awesome. right? And that's that's the education piece. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for us to be successful as coaches, we need feedback. Like, yeah. I always get, and I said this to a client this morning, I'm like, I hadn't heard from her in two weeks, and I'm like, you know, I always get really worried when I don't hear from clients. I'm like, things are either going really well or they're going really bad. Badly. For her, she was good. Things going really well, but it's like it's important to get feedback so I know where you're at, mm-hmm. and where the progress is happening, or lack of. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I mean, part of the reason why we wanted to do this too is we we don't want this to be like a six week or an eight week thing where people think they're going to transform their lives. I think it's it's just important that people learn how to handle this on their own moving forward. Right, totally. So for some people it might take them three months and then they're like, I've got this nailed, like mm-hmm. this this group has been really good for me. I know what to do. Whereas there's some people it's just gonna take them longer or yep. they they do always need that accountability. Mm-hmm. But it's but even it's, like professional athletes. So all professional athletes have coaches. Mm-hmm. So it keeps them on track totally. to doing what they're yep. wanting. So the thing that really what derails me is being busy. So after I gained 40 pounds, hit my goal, super happy, I only actually ever hit 200 pounds for like 30 seconds. (laughs) And I had to do it by drinking three shaker cups of water. I stepped on the scale to get it to 200, but then I physically couldn't eat any more food to take me over 200. So I was just maxed out. So then um, how I lost all the weight is we started building the gym. Oh yeah. So I transitioned from our 1800 square foot training studio where we just did group training and we got the lease on the building. So I gained that weight from January till March and then stayed right around that 190 to 198 Mm -hmm. range Mm -hmm. till September. And then I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna gradually have the weight come off and then we started the building so we got the building mid September October and then it was just we were here 20 hours a day so it was 
I'd get up in the morning and no time to cook breakfast. I got to come to work, so we'd stop at Tim Hortons and get a Tim Hortons sandwich. For lunch, we would pick up A and W, and I would have a cheeseburger. And this was every day for like three months till December right. when we opened. And the missed meals and the stress. Oh yeah. And then we're ordering pizza because we're laying floors down, and it's nine o'clock at night. So. People ask me how I lost 40 pounds mm. in three months. It was eating fast food three times a day and but working were, 20 hours. But a essentially, week. Yeah. you were in a huge caloric deficit now. Yeah. Well, so, with the activity that I was doing, so that's like you. Yes. When people say you have to eat clean to lose weight, that is not true at all because I lose more weight when I eat shitty than when I actually eat. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so. This, this is the realm right here. I'm talking about the three of us. This <laughs> yeah. is the realm of the hard game. Yeah, yeah. And, and people hate me for that because it's like, like and you have 10 people in a group and there's going to be one hard gainer and the nine are going to be regular folks and they generally don't understand how difficult it can be to gain mm -hmm. body mass. If we take a look at it, it's like it is the most metabolically expensive thing a human adult can do other than trying to heal from major trauma or or, or grow a baby. Or grow, wait, grow yeah, a baby. There's a great example. Right? Too, right? yeah. It just is hugely expensive. From it's not my responsibility. No. <laughs> and, and hard gainers generally will have really high metabolic rates. Like everybody has sort of a genetic set metabolic mm -hmm. rate. Some people burn slow, some people burn hot. If you burn hot, it's like that little bit of exercise from, let's say, building the gym, which is not little, but that's going to be enough to put you into a caloric deficit. And even though you're eating all this you know, unclean food, and just from what you said, you probably were taking in, I'm gonna guess, like 2,700, maybe even 3,000 right, yeah. right? And that's- Or less, because sometimes we would like skip lunch well, and, and we're not eating again until supper. Having periods of fasting in there too, right? Yeah. And for somebody with a high metabolic rate, that's just gonna switch them right into fat burn. Right? Yeah. That's, that's not the recipe to lean out. Not, but, not good. Right? <laughs> not if, you're, good. if you're the hard gainer, I don't know, from a personal point of view, I need to be really careful with how much cardio I do. Because over the past, three weeks prior to crashing my bike, um, I was doing fairly regular cardio and yeah. I jumped on the scale and I was like, I'm 190. I'm like, what the hell's going on? This is bullshit, right? So, yeah, so it's it's difficult. Lots of people won't understand how difficult it is. To lose weight isn't relatively easy, but it's usually a far more rapid process than gaining lean body mass. So it's a long road. We've got a long road ahead of us. Long road, <laughs> but that's like the weight loss is, really easy for me right. because I can just not yeah. work out and yeah. like eat yeah. worse. <laughs> they will. Like yeah. I Those eat fast food will. and I yeah. lose weight. But mm -hmm. that's totally against my goal. So that would be it equivalent is. to somebody who's 160 who wants to be 140 and they yep. go to 180. That's right. So yeah. for me being yep. exactly. 160 makes me feel like they do at 180. Yes. Right. So it's exactly the same same mindset yeah for sure so right Mind. so 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 then we're excited yes yeah so you check in like once a week or and then from there from the feedback when you check in then I or Jamie depending on who's assigned to you will adjust your macros or give you some advice or troubleshoot but that doesn't have to be just on that check-in day but we do expect people and it's in the instructions to check in on a specific day generally speaking it's the day you signed up right perfect and that'll be your check-in day if it's a Tuesday boom you check in on Tuesday just you can make it whatever day you want. If you're just like, hey, you know what, Sunday works better for me. I'll check in on Sunday. Just let your coach know, and we'll be like, yeah, cool. We'll get to it. So okay, mm -hmm. but consistency is key. Oh, yes. 
anything. Oh, yes. Everything. So yes, with the check-ins yes. and with the... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing, too, that we also do take into account is, like, we try and match your nutrition with your programming, too. Mm -hmm. Right? Depending on what your programming well, is. Well, that's key, yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah. So... Um, like, if, like if you told me, you're like, like hey, I want to get to 185. I'm like, cool, this is going to be like lean mass gain. You're like, yeah, but I'm running like five kilometers every day because I love running. I'm just like, the, no, we got to have a talk. we got to talk about programming. I have one question. <laughs> what is this running? <laughs> Good. Speak. We're already off to a great start. Why does it sound so terrible? So the first time, the reason I wanted to gain weight is because yeah. I started powerlifting. So yeah. I wanted to be strong. So I didn't care how much fat I gained right. because it helped me lift more weight. Mm -hmm. the, the reason my goal is 185, mm -hmm. because gaining the weight from 160 to 200, I found I felt the best and performed the best at 185. And that wasn't lean 185. Right. It was probably 17-ish percent body fat, kind of in that range. So four to five to six weeks, somewhere in there, to gain. Yeah, it it happens so fast. That does seem rather quick. It's yeah. so fast. Most of pushing those calories hard, man. I yeah. ate a cup of uncooked rice <laughs> three to four times a day a with sugar on it <laughs> yeah. to eat it. And then I would have a carrot because Stan said I had to have a carrot yes, to get my yeah, vitamins. Eat shit yeah. with sugar on it. I've had clients that have done that. Yeah, but I had to have this one carrot. Hey, carrots are good. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So it was. I didn't count my calories. Right. How I would determine if I was eating enough food is if I weighed myself and the scale was going up. Oh. I'm doing good. So then I would try. I just ate as much as I physically could. So I started out like quarter cup uncooked rice. So it yep. wasn't like I just added all that food at right. once. It was kind of a building process. And I was doing like eight ounces of steak, mm -hmm. but then I found I was too satiated so I couldn't eat again fast so, enough. Yep. And I, I struggled to eat that much protein in one sitting yep. and eat the rest. So yeah. I dropped it down, like I said, four, five, six-ish grams per meal. meal. And ounces. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ounces. Not grams, that's not very many. And then so I lowered the protein yeah. and then just really increased the carbs. Yeah. So doing it again, I would have added a lot more fat. Yeah. And in we'll, because it was way too much carbs. But. Yeah. And I mean, I can't even speculate until I get to see you know, what, what you're taking in now. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's, different, there's different ideas behind the body mass and what the best method is. Really, it honestly, there's a lot of opinion versus fact. I mean, without a doubt, you need to be in caloric surplus, but what is the optimal way to get mm -hmm. surplus? Like, if you're like, if your protein is low and your carbs are low, but your fat is really high, then you're in caloric surplus. Is that going to be beneficial? Probably not, right? We're not using that fat as building blocks, right? We, we absolutely need to have a specific amount of protein. You absolutely need the anabolic response from carbohydrates. Does fat play a role in lean body mass gain? It does minimal. I think it's less important than you think, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. And usually what happens when you need to get the amount of calories in if you're like you and if you can't eat all the whole food is your food quality tends to take a nose dive a little bit. Twix bar. Yeah. In yeah. order to get the calories in, yeah. which so it's 
it's kind of a trade-off. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still calories, yeah. but it allows you to get the food in. Yep. So yeah. it's not like you're just we're gonna you know tell you to just schlep a bunch, bunch of like cookies and, and cookies and like all of that. Yeah. But it's like you add some of those things sprinkled yeah. in throughout yeah. the day yeah. because one, it's like a smaller volume with higher calories, calories. and of course it tastes really good. So it's hard. Yeah. It's not hard to crush a couple chocolate bars. Right. And that was one of the biggest struggles for me as well, is me not eating clean. Because as a health coach, trainer, I didn't want to be a hypocrite as I'm telling my clients, you guys need to be eating this, this, and this, but I'm eating this, this, and this. And it goes against like eating for your goals. So that was one of the big hurdles that I had as yep. well as getting enough calories because I was yeah. only eating whole clean I, foods. I've, I've had from lots a health of clients who have eaten so clean that they've had trouble hitting their macros, especially when they have big numbers or they want to gain their body mass. But they're like, yeah, I'm only going to eat rice and chicken and broccoli and I'm not going to have cereal and I'm not going to eat processed sugar. And then all of a sudden it's like they're having a <laughs> tough time hitting their numbers, right? And it's like, it's very individually dependent, right? It depends on the client's goals. Like if somebody's like, I'm coming here and I want to lean out, it's my number one priority and let's say health and longevity is my second priority, it's coming very close to number one. Then working in Fruit Loops at night at 8 p.m. is probably not going to be in the menu plan. It's probably going to be in your menu plan somewhere, right? Um, so it's like, it just depends. Right? Or Captain Crunch. Or Captain Crunch. I'm a big fan of the cereal. Yeah. Animal. Big fan. Yeah. 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 Fruit Loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go through a variety of cereal. HR. Where's HR? Where's HR? <laughs> yeah, we always, buy the, we always go to Costco to buy giant boxes of giant cereal. Giant boxes of cereal. Yeah. yeah. Which I am consuming. Yeah, you eat a lot. Well, yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, that's the thing too is, we talk, I think we talked about it in a different episode of about when you don't have a huge amount of, of calories, like say you are trying to change your body composition and lean out, then it's hard to put calorie-dense, nutrient-void food in because mm. it eats up a huge amount of your food. Right. It gets a very so small volume, yeah. so then you're starving. So it's like, what was that analogy I used? It's like, so if you make 500 grand a year, it's not such a big deal to buy a Raptor because you've got a whole bunch of expendable cash, mm -hmm. right? But if you're making 30k a year, that's all your It's going to be pretty tight to buy a Raptor. Yeah. You're probably going to end up with like, you know, a Civic. So, yeah. <laughs> or a Repo. Yeah. Or a Repo. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah. like it's For so sure. that's why people are like, totally. well, you know, well, how come I can't how come I can't eat that stuff if I'm trying to lean out? Oh, there well, it is. That's, that's about the raptor you'll be yeah. getting for. That's the raptor. Well, that's the raptor we can afford right now. I like it. I like it. Like you can totally eat calorie dense nutrient void food if you have a small amount of calories, yeah. but it's really gonna suck. Yes, right. right. Be, that's so it's really not fun. that I'm. It's not that you can't have that stuff. Yeah. So. Um, people, because some people often think, well, this is bad, this is good, mm -hmm. this is unhealthy, this is healthy. No, it's just calories. And then, if you don't have many calories, then you want to try and make the amount of food that you have, you want to increase the volume with lower calorie, high <laughs> high fiber food, right? Yes. Make it go to make, yeah. you know, to, to pretend you full, that you have. You have to eat large amounts of air, <laughs> broccoli. That's yeah. right. You're just chewing for days. Celery, yeah. 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 So I need to eat high calorie foods. Yeah. The other thing that I struggle with is eating 
eating. Eating. So I don't really like eating. Yeah. So if I could just take a pill, that would. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's also the realm of the the busy person, and that's all of us in this room here. Um, You can get so busy that it'll drive your hunger down. Mm -hmm. And anytime it's like, and I, I won't go off on a tangent on this, but it's like that sympathetic response of like. You know, if a bear walks into the office here, we're all going to freak out, jump through the window, run away. And our ability to do that is, or the reason we can do that is cortisol. Mm -hmm. And the downside to cortisol is that it suppresses hunger. And when we have like deadlines and bills to pay and clients to get back to and places to go, it's like our cortisol is always high. And I know people, including myself, that can go all day without eating and it won't even phase me. And it'll be like 4 p.m. I'll be like, wow, I have had a cup of coffee today. That is not cool, yeah. right? So that's where the structure comes in, of like setting up structured meals. And I'm not saying you have to eat when you're not hungry. It's like there's other other things we can do to right. stimulate that. Hunger. But some people do. Some people do. Like I'm yeah. going to have to because yeah. like I've been working on it more now but I wouldn't yeah. eat until 11 55 yeah. yeah. so I drank three cups of coffee in the morning which is not... an appetite suppressant appetite right? suppressant yeah but we also talked about alcohol yes. and that wanting you to make you eat more yeah. and that's so, the opposite for me because so, I don't eat even when I well, drink well I think a big like, shaker just, like, a big shaker cup of whiskey first thing in the morning is better. going to be on your menu plan yeah. oh, I love this game <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> Perfect. Yep. See? But I need calories, so I need some ginger ale with that. Yeah, yeah that'll work. Yeah. That'll yeah. work. Not yeah, yeah. not diet ginger ale. This Full is going to be real easy. Ginger ale. This is gonna be super easy. <laughs> yeah. So that was my biggest struggle. Is yeah. I would just drink coffee, mm-hmm. not eat till eleven fifty-five. That's really common. Yeah. And then, so I just said, yeah, intermittent fasting's get, fantastic yeah. because that's what I do. So or all of a sudden we get so busy, you jam your first meal in at noon and we have something come up in the afternoon, so you're either stretching your second meal to four or five o'clock, or you're jamming it in at 12.45, and then nothing until you go home for dinner. Yeah, right. that's, that's, yeah. So there needs to be that flexibility and everything, right? Like even even as an example, like I don't have a lot of food to eat right now, even on my training days, like, but if I don't start eating at like eight o'clock in the morning, then I have a hard time getting all of my food in. Because your protein is still really high. Because my protein's yeah. still really high, That's right? Well, yeah. And it's not that I'm not hungry, but I just I'm I'm busy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But if I drink coffee in the morning, so if I go and do cardio and then I come home and I drink a bunch of coffee, um, then I can I can wait until noon to eat. But then I have six meals to eat between noon and like eight PM. Yeah. And I also have training and two two more sessions of cardio in there. Right? So, and I'm not really very hungry after I do cardio, and I don't want to eat it before I do cardio. So, it's like, you know, it's like figuring out the timing right. so that you can get all that food in. Yeah. But if you wait and wait yeah. and wait, then it closes it, that window. It does. Yeah. yeah. So, do you find that when you do cardio, you don't get hungry? Mm, not right afterwards. Okay. Except for the late one, like my eight, like my last cardio session, when I come home, I'm like ravenous. Yeah, but during the day, I usually just stay out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'll talk to her after she eats. Yeah, <laughs> I just like come home and it's like straight to the fridge. Yeah, yeah. ravenous. Yeah, and that's um the whole meal frequency thing. There's a lot of myth about it. Like people think, oh, six meals is really anabolic and it's gonna have all these metabolic effects, and it's it's got nothing to do with it. It's like 
it's, it's just more of like a convenience factor and the ability to get in food on a frequent basis. Mm -hmm. and from a performance point of view, it can, it can affect recovery. But just from getting your food in, the people that have the greatest success, they, they have it structured and they have it on a regular basis. Like waiting until noon or doing like a one big meal a day or doing a big block of intermittent fasting just does not work. And usually it's just not sustainable. It's right? not, so that's Whereas like just having point, consistency yeah. and structure, you build that's good habits absolutely. and build good routines, and then it's just yep. that's just how mm -hmm. it is. And especially so, for the goals that I have, like yes. it's impossible to get that much food in. Yep. How else are you gonna eat ten thousand calories a day? Yeah, it's just right? not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested to see you. Uh, yeah. See what we get for numbers. I'm yeah. always curious. You never know. I'm excited. Yes. To see it because. Like right now, so I've been trying to add in more food. So I'll yep. eat like a raisin toast in the morning mm -hmm. with some butter. <laughs> like so one like teaspoon. A like a only, a, only a teaspoon so on there. Measured. And then I'll have three to four sausages. Mm -hmm. Just baby ones. But I find they're too greasy. Oh, yeah. So I need to find like Ooh, there's some good protein that's right not... Yeah, I'll throw. I'll definitely throw some options your way. Good. So that's that's the other thing too is like we're really good at throwing options out for yeah. meals. Um, just because I mean we've done it. We've, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like um, if people are struggling for breakfast, it's like you know you don't have to eat breakfast foods for yeah. breakfast. Steak you, is amazing. Yes, it is. You don't have to eat breakfast foods. Like you can just eat whatever food you want for breakfast. Yeah. I hate your macros. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's yeah. not stigma, but it just seems like people yeah. are set in their ways. Like Absolutely. You can only eat eggs at breakfast. Right? Yeah. My God, you can't eat chicken and rice for breakfast. But if you go to different cultures, like oh. they eat yeah. anything. Like yeah. England, yeah. they eat like weird weird stuff. Weird stuff. <laughs> 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 so like different cultures yes. don't have as much stigma. So yeah. I think the media has done a great job yeah. here in advertising and marketing like Kellogg's and uh -huh. farmers the cereal is and like Yeah, cereal it's funny. Snacks. My my 7-year-old and 9-year-old, they only know cereal as a bedtime snack. So we just like that in the morning. That's not from the morning. Yeah, no, I grew up on madness. that. Right? Yeah, they so only think different. about it like yeah, 7 o'clock we get cereal. That's right. Yeah. 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 So that's perfect. So, cool. yeah, I mean, there's, we'll always give suggestions for, like, just, like, yeah. ingredients mm -hmm. for, yeah. for meals. Mm -hmm. For sure. So then my other meal, usually 11 a.m., yeah, is yeah. Uh, cottage cheese. So I uh -huh. eat 10 ounces of cottage cheese. So that gives me basically wow. two servings with the protein to get yeah. There's not that much protein in it. Depends. Yeah. Low-ish. Yeah. And then uh, blueberries mm -hmm. in there to make it taste delicious. And then next meal will be two oatmeal. One, right, the two o'clock oatmeal. One cup of oatmeal <laughs> and blueberries that's, and raspberries and that's again. Pre-workout meal for the most part. Yeah, but I've been switching that up too. So yeah. who knows? And then um, I usually do a pre-workout, and then during my workout I'll drink uh, three scoops of Gatorade again to get those fast-acting carbs in, mm -hmm. and sometimes some BCAs. And then post-workout. It'll either be the oatmeal or protein shake with mm -hmm. milk, obviously. <laughs> and then <laughs> supper, it's either like six or eight ounce steak with sweet potatoes mm -hmm. or wheat bird, 
chicken. Disgusting. Weak bird. Weak bird. We're gonna start eating falcon. Me and Steve. Yes. Falcon. We've decided falcon. Falcon. Chicken's a weak. Weak bird. bird. They can't even walk. No. That's because their breasts are too big. I know. Farmed. Yeah. And That's, they just follow. They're like, augmented. Oh, yep. Augmented. So six ounces chicken, mm -hmm. and then either sweet potato, mm -hmm. or we'll have like. Uh, Pasta, mm. which I just started yep. eating pasta again. It's totally an option. Yeah, yeah. Because I was staying away from like wheat gluten. again, yeah. going away from the gluten. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me. And see, that's something it I was bothers going, Kim. going to get into. Is like well, that's, so that's something that's relevant it for every bother client. Me then. Yeah, is like food intolerances, right? Yeah, and the, yeah. And troubleshooting or at least offsetting initially GI issues because if it's your gut tolerance for food goes out the window, then it's like mm -hmm. everything goes out the window. Which is what happened with beef and rice. So it was totally like, yeah. can't eat this anymore. Right. Right. It's yeah. bad news. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. So we're not anti-gluten. No. It just depends on the individual. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, so and that got into me too. Again, being the health coach right. and the gluten, because I was telling most of my clients from when we did Mod Body were focused on weight loss. So we were trying to give them less starchier carb options or right. more mm -hmm. right. yeah. fibrous, nutrient-dense yeah. real sense. food yeah. rather than processed. So right. I've kind of brainwashed myself somehow as well. So yeah. that's, again, the coaching totally. that comes yep. into play yep. where I can get into my own mind about, oh, this is a bad food. Even though I tell everybody don't demonize foods, I still do it myself. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it helps to have somebody else, again, telling me, what to eat so I don't have to think about it. So that goes back into that thinking about it because mm -hmm. you can get in your own way. Oh, easily. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, listening yeah, you to... You have your own biases and stuff like that. And that's why that's why Jamie has a coach and that's why yep. Jamie tells me what to do. And he doesn't ever listen. And he I don't really listen. listen. I'm kind of coachable, <laughs> so it's a problem. Charlie yeah. Brown's teacher. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, but, but yeah um, like, that's the thing. We like, all have yeah, our own biases. Coach, but I have a coach because, well, the same thing. Want to think about it. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of knowledge, and I, yeah, I can run the show on my own. But especially for prep too, I need, like I need someone to just tell me what to do. Yeah. It's easy to get inside your own head. I find it easier to coach somebody else totally. rather than coach myself. Yes. So, like, so. Oh, yeah, just no, I totally need this many calories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, But for me, it's the opposite. Oh, I don't need to eat. I'm, but actually, I'm for me, no, I, I will undereat. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kind of cheat with milk, and that's where I get a lot of calories because I find it easier drinking yes. Yes. than it is to eat. And better for us at our desks. Yeah. We can do that instead yeah. of work. We can, just totally. blend, we can just, walk just around with Blend, blend everything. Yeah. Just blend your food. Chicken. And for, for someone who's looking for weight gain, that is an option. As long as they're dairy tolerant and it doesn't negatively affect them, it's, it is an option. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it's delicious. And there you go. Yep. Full fat milk, and then, I mean the other the uh, other part of that is we'll get into supplementation too, mm. right? And I'll, I'll recommend which supplements to take and what to take and whatnot too. Perfect. And then yeah, and then we're off and running. We're ready to roll. Yes. Well, so we'll keep doing updates and cool. And right yeah, on. and like talking about supplementation, mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, it, it often amazes me how much money people will spend on supplements that are really. Like we're done. Points. Not doing you know, a lot and for them. whereas so I mean this coaching is fifty dollars a month. You buy a tub of pre workout that's garbage that's <laughs> over fifty dollars a month, but people don't see the value of coaching. Which is draining your <laughs> adrenals and 
causing other issues that they're Whereas, not aware of. Yep, totally. You know, like you can't out train or out supplement a crappy, crappy nutrition. Yeah. Or poor can't. nutrition. You can't run your fork, right? So, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's you know you, I just like to talk about that because people you know they don't even think about shelling out a hundred bucks for you know supplements they don't really need. It's crazy yeah. if people actually looked at how much they spent a month. Oh yeah. On supplements. I mean, it's a billion dollar industry. There's a reason people are willing just to throw their money at it, right? But then, because again, they think it's that magic pill that it's yep. gonna do. Yep. And so they I want they this, want convenience, yeah. right? And by having a coach, I mean it's like educating yourself. It's a, yeah, you're paying for education. Way more valuable than any supplement that you're ever going to buy. I agree. I agree. I mean, unless you need it because you're ill. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But there's situations. That's a medication, <laughs> not a yeah. supplement necessarily. But even for me, so owning a gym, I put more emphasis on nutrition than the workouts that you do. So if you're going to spend money on a coach, hire a nutrition coach before you get somebody to design your workouts. Because you can print a workout off the internet, and it's going to be fairly... You do okay. You'll do okay. Yeah. Like stimulating your muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to. I shouldn't say go wrong, but. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how to explain I mean, this the way we, like. I know what you're you saying. You get way more value out of the nutrition side and being dialed in there than you're yeah. going to be dialed yeah. in with well, your workouts. How long yeah. are you in the gym for, for in a day? Like forty-five minutes. An hour. To an hour. And then the rest of your day, basically, as human beings, revolves around food. Yes. Totally. Tell me one place where there isn't something that has to do with food. Nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what fuels us. Like, sure. That's what. Yeah. I mean, both aspects, without a doubt, are important. Obviously, I'm very biased because of nutrition is what we do. Mm -hmm. But um, it's like, yeah, I've seen people spin their wheels for years and they have phenomenal programming, but they're not paying attention to nutrition. Absolutely. And it's not like you can have really crappy training and really awesome nutrition and you'll get amazing results right you both. no you both have to be you need there. both you need both right but you need that, your nutrition dialed in yeah, because yeah. you can train six hours a day but if your food is still terrible you're not going to get the results you're looking for yeah. out of that training that's and right. that's exactly where yeah. i started like so when i started training when i was 17 working out with my friend who designed all my workouts so I didn't have to think about it so it was amazing they were great workouts even looking back at it now but right. I wasn't eating enough to get the results from it so right. I got definition and like yep. newbie gains from yep. that new stimulus yep. but I sure hit a wall quick and totally. didn't progress for yeah. five years yeah. where I looked the same and I was yep. training five exactly. or six days a week so yeah. totally. until I changed the nutrition aspect is when I really noticed the change in my body. Absolutely. So, yep. and, and I didn't have to work out to have abs. That's just called being people, skinny. That's a genetic god. You are a lot a of people. There, they think that their intensity is a lot higher. Absolutely. Than yes, what it actually they're is. not pushing. And we talked about they're this when we were training, doing the programming for mod body. They're not like training that. as hard as they mm -hmm. think that they are, and but then they're eating too many calories because you know they're either tracking with a device and the, the device isn't accurate and it's telling them that they're burning this many calories so they're like 600 oh, calories in a half hour hit session yeah yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like for most people they they really do think that they train harder than they do so mm -hmm. they Sorry, yep. not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, yeah. But that's what we that's talked fast. about too going through yeah. the RPE and how yeah we hate RPE because People don't know how to judge what a 10 actually is yeah. in an RPE till you've hit that one rep max where you're yeah. struggling for four seconds to push up a squat. You don't know what a 10 
or you RPE failed that is. rep, or you failed it where you've gotten up 80% yep. and it's crushed you, like yeah. that's an RPE of 10. Yes. So when people are telling me they're training at nine, it's it yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. I'm excited to get. Hard I'm excited to get into the nutrition group too, because yeah. I need it. Carrots. I do need <laughs> carrots and peas. Carrots and peas. Broccoli. Broccoli. So tell me, how would you oh. train a vegan? Not a vegan. Half half vegan. Still eat steak and then some vegetables. But I can jump in that group, and I will fully admit I like to have a whole roll of Oreos. Uh huh. I will say it goes I right to your arms though. It does, it does, uh -huh. I know. But I will I will be able to say, hey, um, I was raised to eat everything on my plate. Yep. And I'm still like that. Mm -hmm. I will eat until I am full and have to undo a belt notch in a restaurant. Right. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Yep. I think that's important for our members to see. Some may not be comfortable saying those kinds totally. of things. Yep. I am. Yep. I'm an open book. Away totally. we go. Right. You can give me that feedback so others can yep. read. Oh, I'm the same as yep. Steve. Like, absolute nightmare. I eat all the here's the, here's the But here's the solution. Or here's, yep. oh, it's not just me that was raised to eat everything on my plate, right? Yep. Like, like you can't leave the table until you've eaten all Don't leave the table until you finish your milk and, yep. and eat everything on your plate, right? right? And portion sizes are just astronomical, large. right? So... Farmstrong. How do you, yes, yeah, so how do you, how do you break some of those habits? How do you, how do you say, I mean... Reprogramming I, the mind. It is. And I do that myself now where it's, I will take my entire dinner portion, divide it in half, put it on two different plates, sit down and eat one, put saran wrap over the other, put it in the fridge, and come back to it two hours later. That's a great habit. Right? So That's a great, that type of stuff. Habit. So I'm excited to get in there and, yep. and share our experience along with the members yep. so you can provide tips and tricks for that. Yep. Right? I think it's fantastic. I think it's cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Cool. Right on. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. That is it for today. I think we covered everything. So I'm going to fill out my questionnaire form. We're yeah. going to have it all ready to go. Mm -hmm. What do you say? Usually five to seven days of tracking. Yeah, tracking. for sure. I think that'll give us a good idea of what you're doing right now. And then after that, we'll get off. Right now we can just take okay. here's do one day photocopy at times five. And it's the same thing. <laughs> I'll pretty much do. There you go. But, yeah. I mean, um, exactly I'll track it every day yeah. just to, Absolutely. just yeah. to make sure I don't miss anything. And we'll do a little mini video series of the that. two of us showing some of that with the app and everything so yeah. you can oh, kind of see that yeah. right so we want to see process. show people yeah. the whole process cool um then we're going to sit down and design my workouts too so people can see the workouts oh, that i'm excellent. doing yes. so it's going to cool. tie to Good. the nutrition as well so then i'll send that to you guys yes. too so Definitely you know what i'm doing for yeah. so kickbacks workouts balancing on the bow is bar. there any yes. other exercises no i mean that's the best <laughs> i'm gonna have so many instagram views <laughs> I'm so, so excited for that. Peter's never have, used the peach emoji. Glutes. Yeah. Giant glutes. Giant glutes. It's just going to be peaches all <laughs> over the gram. I'm going to change your name on my phone. Yes. Peach. Peach. Every time peaches. Peter walks in, it's just going to be millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Oh, I love it. So we're excited to take everybody on to the journey. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us for Initiative Talk. We'll have you back next week. Awesome. For sure. And Steve, nice work today. Okay, see you everybody. <laughs>